0: Today's podcast is for those of you who want to eat plant-based, who want to be vegan, but it just hasn't happened for you yet. You haven't managed to make it happen yet. Today I'm talking to the people who have had a hard time limiting or eliminating the consumption of animal products for whatever reason. And if that's not you, I bet there is something else you are having trouble letting go of. The process is largely the same. Because if you are having trouble, if you're struggling to do something you say that you want to do, something that's really important to you, something that could really make a big difference in your life, something that could make a big difference in your family, or in your community. If you're having trouble doing something you know could make a big difference in your world, you don't have to do more, or try more, or be more. If you're having trouble doing what you say you want to do, it makes complete sense, really. Really. (laughs) If you're not doing what you say you want, it's just because you want something else a little bit more. Hello, Vegheads, Veg your besties. Welcome back to Veg your best the plant-based podcast. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I'm here every week to encourage you to eat more plants and set an impossible goal, whatever that is for you. Today, we're on episode number 48. 48, you're always doing what you want to do. (laughs) Hmm. I don't know, does that sound right to you? Today we're talking about something that can go either way. Because some people's brains explode with awareness and some people's brains shut down with resistance. Either way, this is a good conversation to have, I think. Because as I said at the beginning, today's podcast is for those of you who tell me you wanna eat plant-based, who say you want to be vegan, But you haven't managed to make it happen for whatever reason. And if that's not your particular story, I bet there's something else you're having trouble letting go of. And so often, if you're like me, you think you need to be a little bit harder on yourself to try harder. And maybe you think you're undisciplined or lazy or that for one reason or another, it's that it's just harder for you or for your brain chemistry, or your body, or at your age, or at your time of life. Harder for you right now to change how you're eating, or what you're eating. Maybe you think you need to learn more, cook more, shop more. That's the hard way. And I know, I used to think that everything that wasn't easy for me was just because I wasn't working hard enough at it yet. Whether it's meat, dairy, sugar, fast food, or gluten, or scrolling your phone, or weed, or chardonnay, you can, you could just substitute the thing or things that you are trying to let go of. But since I'm a vegan life coach, most of the time, I'll be talking about letting go of animal products. So maybe your physician has recommended a whole food, plant-based diet to lower inflammation or your cholesterol or to lower your blood pressure or your risk of Alzheimer's. And maybe you're an animal lover and maybe you just can't stomach the cognitive dissonance any longer, that dissonance of adoring your pet, buying it toys and treats and snuggling with it in bed and eating, or wearing other animals that have been kept in, well, agonizing conditions. An increasing number of us come to a vegan way of life because of environmental concerns and the effect of industrial animal agriculture on water waste, on deforestation, greenhouse gases, species die-offs, zoonotic diseases, decimated fisheries, and plastic in our oceans from commercial fishing. And then there are still others of us who are pulled in because of the social justice issues of dangerous work conditions in slaughterhouses, predatory practices of big agriculture towards smaller, poorer livestock farmers, and proximity to animal waste that affects primarily the economically disadvantaged and communities of color. There are... So many reasons to opt out of the consumption of animals. But if you find that you're still struggling to align your choices with your ideals, I want you to relax a little. You don't have to struggle or try harder. Because how you eat, what you eat, how much you choose to eat, how often you choose to eat, those are just Actions. Actions are things you do or don't do. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, you know the model. Some people call it the think, feel, act cycle. My teacher, Brooke Castillo, calls it the model. And the model shows us that any action we take is because of a thought we think and the way that thought feels. So if you are thinking that you would like to stop eating something, for example, chicken, and that that hasn't happened, and if that's not your issue, okay, just play along at home with whatever is your issue. So if it's chicken, maybe, you may have a really good reason. For example, something like 9 billion chickens a year killed for their bodies. And if you find yourself still eating chicken Don't shut down or judge yourself and make yourself wrong. This is such an important thing to learn. Part of you wants to opt out of that choice. But if you find yourself still buying and eating chicken, it's only because you want something else more. Don't judge that. Don't hear that as any kind of moral condemnation. I'd like you to just let that sink in. Because for the rest of your life, when you find that you want one thing, but your actions are not supporting that want, that desire, it means there's another desire. Maybe it's a bigger desire. Maybe it's an unrecognized desire. But there is one. And all too often, we're ready to judge ourselves as broken or lazy or incapable or irrational. But I find that most of us are actually pretty perfect, and we're making perfect sense. We have a thought model where what we think and what we feel is fueling a perfectly understandable action. Yes, part of you doesn't want to eat chicken, but you also have a thought that not eating chicken is going to be hard for some reason. Or that you're going to miss out on something. Maybe it's going to mean you're the weird one at the barbecue. Or that your mother's going to be disappointed when you say you don't want to have her chicken soup when you're coughing. Or maybe your brain is thinking it's going to be expensive to replace chicken with something else. Or, well, what will you even eat when you go on vacation or out to dinner? Or maybe you lost weight when you ate a lot of salads with grilled chicken. So now what? Are you going to gain weight? Or when your brother and you go to the beach, you always get a bucket of fried chicken. There are millions of possibilities. I guarantee you that if you're still eating something you say, you feel that you want to give up, it's only because you aren't fully appreciating how many thoughts and feelings you have that are supporting your action of still eating that thing. Thoughts like, I'll be the weird one at holidays. I don't know how it will work. How will I even travel? How will I celebrate? How will I hang out with my brother? What will I eat at weddings? What will people think? And what if I can't do it? What if I can't keep it up? Then what? What if I miss eating it? Or what if I eat by accident? What if people make fun of me? What if my spouse thinks it's super annoying? I probably had every single one of those questions when I stopped eating animal products, or darn close. We've talked about that many times here on the podcast. Whether it's meat, dairy, sugar, fast food, gluten, or scrolling your phone, there are reasons why you are eating or consuming or doing those things. Some of those reasons may seem weird or unimportant or silly, but I suggest that instead of arguing with yourself or judging yourself, or thinking you're a failure at this, that you make a long list. A long, sloppy list of why that thing, that choice, that food, or that action, why is it in your life? Why? You've got reasons. Because right now, your brain thinks it makes sense for you. Maybe it seems easy or familiar Maybe it's predictable or fun. Maybe you associate it with good times or loved ones. It serves some purpose in your life. And until you give this exercise a little time, a little curiosity, it will probably continue to be difficult to change it. Listen, you're not weak, you're not broken, you're not lazy. Your brain is just telling you that this is hard. So let's get to the bottom of what seems so hard to your brain. This is why I developed my Veggie Best coaching method. Yeah, there are some things we can just change overnight. When we know better, we do better, boom, change. You don't need a coach for those things. I'm here to help you get to the bottom of those changes that aren't happening quite so quickly because once you realize that your choices always make sense and that you really are always doing your best we can just get curious we can just get curious about what is standing between you and your goal and you know what I'm going to say right it's always your thoughts The only thing standing between you and the way you want to show up is a thought. So do this. Do this at home, really, right now. Okay, when you get home. Notice one thing. One thing that you have not been able to change. Maybe it's a small thing. Maybe it's a big one. Sometimes it's hard to know in advance what's actually going to be a big change and what's not. I no longer think of eating whole food plant-based as a big deal at all. I no longer think that being a practicing vegan is hard at all. But that's only because my thoughts about the whole process have changed. So think of one thing you want to change and then make a list. A long, exhaustive, excruciating list of why that thing is in your life. Whatever it is, whether it's meat, or sugar, or fast food, or diet soda, or gluten, or scrolling your phone, or weed, or pinot grigio. What is good about it? What is fun about it? What's easy about it? What would be hard about it if it were gone? What's it connected to? What memories and stories do you have that surround it? Why do you really want it to be there? Because that's why it is there. Once we know why it's there, we can go forward. We can go forward disconnecting those reasons or getting curious about those reasons. We can see if those reasons are really true. We can test different thoughts and see if those reasons are old. And they no longer make sense. Maybe they're reasons you're ready to change or adapt or rethink. You know, this is a process that for sure you can do on your own. But it can be so much faster with a coach. And remember, this works with everything. It works for whatever is in your life that you're thinking you'd like to change or let go of. And if you'd like to talk about your particular situation, you can always book yourself directly into my calendar or email me. The links are always in the notes. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Wineshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, Leave us a five-star review or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms. It helps bump us up a little in the rankings. And that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.